Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome in, folks. What do you say? It is the early line right here on Sports Grid. It is an absolute packed two hours on the arrival here on a Friday morning. I'm Kevin Walsh. I'm joined by Donnie Wrightside. DRS, how are you feeling here on this Friday? Eventful. Eventful K-Dub last Mm. night. All across the board, whether it's the NBA, whether it's hockey, Major League Baseball, and certainly the NFL draft. I was entertained and even Kept myself awake for as long as possible during the Whoa. draft. Loved every minute of it. Yeah. Uh, oh, p- people set the over under at picks 11 and a half that you watched yeah. on the telecast. Now, can I be fair here, real quick? Well, fell asleep oh. when the draft started, woke up abruptly around pick five, stayed around for the Eagles pick, conked out again, woke up around 25th, and stayed awake. So technically, I was there. Okay. All right. There. I mean, he basically was there the whole way. I mean, saw the whole thing. DRS loving him yeah. some first round action. Uh, the first round yeah. action started. Well, this was interesting. If I would have told you a couple of months ago, Bryce Young went one and CJ Stroud went two, you'd go, yeah. And, well, it's not what the odds said for a long time. And then right before the draft, C.J. Stroud flipped to around a minus 6,000 favorite to go second overall. The Panthers take Bryce. The Texans take C.J. It was supposed to go that way, Kevin. You're right. That was the easy choice. When the season ended, it was Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, 1A and 1B, just depending on which team liked which flavor there. But shout out to Will Levis, who in three days before the final picks were coming in here for night one of the NFL draft, was apparently a lock to go to the Texans. He was their guy. Boy, I love draft night. We will get to Will Levis. And you might think to yourself, oh, Kevin, see, they didn't like Will Anderson. Nope, they moved heaven and earth to come up and get Will Anderson at three in Houston. Uh, So we were both right. Uh, And that's about the best that I will offer up on that stance there. Uh, We did also see the fourth pick belong to a quarterback, not Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, the Florida QB. It's as if if we would have did the draft in March, nothing would have been a surprise. We had a month to ponder, and then all of a sudden, Anthony Richardson going fourth overall ended up being a stunner here, DRS, especially according to the odds. 
Yeah, I mean, according to the odds, it was. But when you take a look at what the Colts are hoping to do here, Shane Steichen came over from the Philadelphia Eagles, had so, so much success with a mobile quarterback in Jalen Hurts. It made sense for what they were looking to do for the future. The high upside guys, sometimes you can't let them pass. The Colts needed a quarterback and got them. Let's just see how it plays yeah. out from here. We're going to talk about the fits for those three quarterbacks uh, right at the top here. Uh, but they are not the only guys that are going to grab the attention, not just, uh, of course, for their you know immediate impact, right? We're talking offensive rookie of the year odds. And here's two guys that will be in the mix, Bijan Robinson and Jameer Gibbs. Oh, yeah, two running backs went in the first round. They both went inside the top 12. Atlanta sits and takes Bijan at eight. The Lions... After trading back, took Jameer Gibbs at 12, one of the true stunners of the opening round. Both guys extremely talented. Don't get me wrong here. But for the teams that drafted those players, it was a little head-scratching. Bijan is an ultimate talent. He goes to Atlanta, and sure, might help out a young quarterback. I get it. But for Detroit to go and get Gibbs seems like a luxury. They were set in the backfield here. They need other players on that team to fill in particular the defensive end. I'm not going to knock it because Gibbs is a supreme talent, but it was a little head-scratching for me, Kevin, where both of those players landed. Radio audiences live here on a Friday morning. The early line is on Sirius XM channel 159. Again, Bijan going eight wasn't surprising. It doesn't mean it was the right move. And the Gibbs selection was a stunner. We thought he was going to go in the first round. Never thought he would be inside the top 15 selections. But maybe the biggest stunner, according to the odds at minimum, was Will Levis slipping out of round number one. Over under four and a half quarterbacks goes well under with just three quarterbacks going. In the first round there, Will Levis still waiting to hear his name, Donnie, as we're going to head into day number two. Incredible, too, because you're taking a look at some of those prop bets, over four and a half quarterbacks to be selected in round one. I thought that was going to be a legitimate possibility. And then to see yeah. Young, Stroud, and Richardson go in the top four and no other quarterback there in the first round, that was stunning to me. No doubt about it. Where could Will Levis land? Where could Hendon Hooker land? We will get into that. Uh, oh, by the way, in NFL news, Lamar Jackson paid by the Baltimore Ravens a deal finally reached that sees Lamar Jackson now become the new highest paid quarterback in the history of the National Football League. This is what needed to happen here. And it looked like apparently there was no other place for Lamar Jackson to go than the Ravens. I think the Ravens did well by not getting the guaranteed money all the way through. I think Lamar Jackson did well because he's the highest paid player in NFL history. And I also think for the Ravens organization, let's start chopping up some numbers, man. That offense is going to be fun to watch. I, I really do wonder if they were going to sit there and draft defense had Lamar not signed. Uh, instead, they took Zay Flowers in round one, uh, and that was an excellent choice by them. Yeah. Uh, in the NBA, we saw the Boston Celtics put away the Atlanta Hawks finally, 128 to 120. Trey Young uh, battled here, but Tatum and Jalen Brown combined for 62 to ice the series. Up and with five minutes to go at home and getting seven points, lose by eight. Tough scene for those Hawks backers. So yes, that actually was miserable if you watched Man. that play out. Uh, in baseball news, uh, Otani almost hit for the cycle. What more do you need to hear? We're getting into the quarterbacks that have been selected next. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Let's talk quarterbacks. QBs start this draft off three of the first four selections here. In hour two, we will talk about the fallers and those that are still on the board. But this draft in the first four picks went Bryce Young to the Carolina Panthers, C.J. Stroud to the Houston Texans. The Texans come back up at three, take Will Anderson, and the Colts take Anthony Richardson at four. And to start this off with Bryce Young, This, for me, was an easy and obvious pick. At times, I find the commentary around prospects to almost be, it it feels at times like a parody. Sometimes I wonder if people hear the things they are saying. In the lead-up to this draft, people say, and I'll tell you, man, if Bryce Young was two inches taller, we'd be asking, is he the greatest quarterback prospect of all time? Look, I'm not saying that height doesn't factor in when you're trying to figure out the position. But if two inches would all of a sudden take him to Trevor Lawrence, Andrew Luck tier, then let's not overthink this. Bryce Young is a player that I am certain about. I think the Panthers have themselves now a franchise quarterback for a decade plus. I have no doubts in my mind he will see contract number two in Carolina. And I think the wide receiver room could leave a little bit to be desired. But the coaching staff that Bryce Young walks into with Frank Reich at the top, guys like Jim Caldwell working underneath, is so perfect here. The Panthers started this off by taking a guy that was all said and done, was minus 20 thousand to go first overall and he should have been the best quarterback in this class that is exactly what the Panthers started off with here at one overall 
It was always supposed to be that way. It was supposed to be Bryce Young. And I think you brought up some very good points here with Carolina and the landing spot he's going to. He's going to have some weapons on offense, but more importantly, it's the system that he's going to go into here with Frank Reich leading that. It's going to be calming influences all around him. He doesn't have to look over his back shoulder. And also in a division that's not overwhelming, like he just dropped them into maybe the you know AFC East at that point or somewhere out in the NFC West. It's like, boy, you're going to be getting some defenses really getting after you. He can actually compete. We're not calling for Bryce Young to come to be that franchise guy year one and go 10 and seven and away they go into the playoffs you just want to see the process go through it's a great landing spot i think they did their homework on them we're very quiet about this but oh number one overall it was a shame too because at the end of the season i don't think anybody was thinking like hey bryce young is he gonna fall and then you started to say well is he big enough is he smart enough is his arm big enough here just pop the tape on the kid can play number one overall carolina's got to be really excited about this pick and the interesting thing for Carolina, they can conceivably compete for their division. They were competitive for it last year. A lot of people are expecting that the Bucks and the Falcons are not going to be top-tier teams this season. The Saints added Derek Carr. That's positioned them as favorites in the NFC South. But it is not out of bounds. If Bryce Young is, is really good right away... It's not out of bounds that this team competes for a division. And that's something to keep in mind when we start to talk about offensive rookie of the year odds, which we will probably get into a little bit next week, I would imagine. Then at second overall, it's C.J. Stroud. You and I had, again, what I thought was a, an, an interesting debate, disagreement all in all around Houston and number two. For me, my point always was, if you don't like these quarterbacks forcing the issue is a really bad idea. And I'm not sure that you even disagreed with that, but you said this team couldn't draft defense at two. Well, they didn't. All of a sudden, C.J. Stroud closed at minus 6,000 to go second overall as information pours out closer, closer, and closer to the draft. And this team takes C.J. Stroud at second overall. Clearly, they loved Will Anderson, though, because they moved a lot of assets realistically to get up to three and take Will Anderson in that spot. When you look at the hall for the Texans, not just CJ at two, but Will Anderson at three, how do you feel they did? This is how you jumpstart a program, Kevin. This is how you jumpstart a fan base. This is how you know the light bulb finally turned on for the Texans, and it's no more tanking at this point. They got a legitimate, talented quarterback, a guy that they feel is going to be their franchise guy. That's what you're supposed to do. You took him number, uh, number two overall. You also said to yourself, let's jumpstart the defense with a franchise cornerstone in Will Anderson, because even after those top three picks went, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and Will Anderson, I'm firing the tweet out there like, they just won the draft, because this is a exactly how you start things in the right direction you got a young and energetic coach who everybody was so excited that they got then you get your cornerstone at, at quarterback and also a defense here this is how the bout the excuse me the building blocks advance and the foundation is built down in houston i absolutely love what they did i have no qualms and for the people out there once again who just say let me get a draft chart let me see the picks you gave up houston's first round was an absolute steal i loved both of those picks in both of those spots i can't disagree how they went about their business that's how you get the franchise going kevin that's what the texans did so I have more hesitations than you because I have more hesitations on C.J. Stroud. Again, and that is maybe where you and I differed on this Texans decision. 
And I know it's dangerous to put an eye towards Caleb Williams and Drake May, but we got to be honest with ourselves, okay? Because we're not that far away from the FanDuel Sportsbook probably hanging some loose 2024 NFL draft dots. Just dangle a Caleb Williams, Drake May prize out there for the people to take a look at. And I think that if Caleb Williams and Drake May were in this draft this season, both, both would have gone in front of C.J. Stroud. I think that factors in. And they did have to give up an additional first-round pick. Now, I know it's Cleveland's, but they had to give up an additional first-round pick to get Will Anderson at three. The Texans are in a spot now where both of these guys have to hit at a super, super high level for this to ultimately be correct. I know people are high on both of these guys. I really like Will Anderson. But Will Anderson now being, you know, Pro Bowl caliber is the floor for what's acceptable. That's the truth of it, Donnie, with what they gave up here. The floor for Will Anderson now is he has to be that level, and obviously they have to get C.J. correct. And that's always true when you draft quarterback. But that starts the timeline now for the Houston Texans. I still think this team, okay, is going to have a very low outlook. We talk win total here. We'll get to Anthony Richardson probably in our next segment. But when we talk win total, right, Bryce Young's is going to be higher in Carolina. And I think Richardson's is going to be higher in Indianapolis. But And I agree with you. I know where you're going here with this, but if you just take a look at the two picks that came in here, you went with a young quarterback that you figure is going to be your franchise guy at number two. You'd have to move any draft capital. You stayed there, and this is what we thought before the draft was going to take place. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, one and two, two and one, whatever in that order. But you know who was the safest player in that draft? If you said to me, Donnie, there's going to be a top ten tomorrow night, give me one player that you go, boy, I would be really surprised if he wasn't a great product on the NFL field. That's Will Anderson Jr. That's what I like about it. You get a little bit risky at quarterback but you trust in the process that that was your guy all along and then you go out and get a rock solid player at three that you traded up for and gave a lot for but to me the safest pick if they would have done that and then got Tyree Wilson I'd say whoa 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 you know coming off injuries maybe he was flashing in a conference that didn't really have standout players per se in the big 12 where you had the SEC where Will Anderson has been there done that for a couple years now that's what I love about it you took a little bit of risk in your quarterback but that's what you have to do but also you got a rock solid player at three that's a plug and play and could probably challenge for the pro bowl in year one kevin i'll end on this note and again we'll get to richardson robinson gibbs a number of different things coming up in about ah, four minutes it's gonna be a quick break here the odds it's just awesome i love it i know some people think it's head scratching how does this happen i love that will anderson crept up to minus 250 to go second and then all of a sudden it was minus 175 and then he was minus 125. Oh, what? CJ Stroud's minus 320. Oh, he's minus 4,000. He's going second overall. The information is out there. It is what makes betting the draft so fun. As I said, a lot to get to still from day number one in the NFL draft. It comes up next right here on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Back with you here on the early line. Three quarterbacks selected in round number one yesterday. Incredibly, three of the first four picks, and then we did not see a quarterback go again. Will Levis and Hendon Hooker both still on the board. We will talk about their outlook and odds in our number two. But Anthony Richardson, wrap this up here at four. Can I start with the odds perspective before we get into fit and excitement level for Richardson and Steichen together? Will Levis... So, Bryce Young, minus 20,000, right? I'm talking about right before the odds close, DRS. Minus 20,000, we know what's going to happen. They're giving us the script. CJ Stroud, minus 6,000 to go second overall. We know what's going to happen. Third, a little bit murky. Because Arizona was seemingly always trading out of that pick, we were a little uncertain. But at four, Will Levis was minus 1,700. I saw on the FanDuel Sportsbook, and all of a sudden... 40 minutes later, Anthony Richardson is an Indianapolis cult. I'm going to ask you the question of how did this happen as if you were in the room, but how does this happen? How was something like this so wrong for so long? Uh, the, the, The question is, you're right. There really is no answer to it because the leaks that come out and who you believe, and it's also, Kevin, about the sports books. We had Dave Sherapan on the radio just a few days ago talking about, you know, you have to react on information. When the favorites are up there, you're going to move them a little bit, but also the underdogs you have to make sure you take care of because that's what the people want to bet. They don't want to bet the favorite there to minus 1,000 or minus 2,000. They want to take a shot at some legitimate information or what they perceive to be legitimate information at a 7-to-1, 8-to-1, 9-to-1 in that presence there but for the fact of the matter is you see a lot of beat writers and there's a lot of people that are squawking and talking and also right up close to the draft we used to see the moves kevin days in advance it's so much more interesting when you see the night in real time some of these numbers change and go wow did they just make their decision up on the quarterback they wanted on draft night because sometimes kevin it really appears that way it's but what's so odd and this is the point that we kind of hit off the top so, you, you know, t- today's April 28th, right? If we would have been recapping round number one on March 28th, we'd be like, man, I tell you, not, not, not a surprise to start this draft. Yeah. All of this went exactly how we thought. How this spun the way it did is just so bizarre. And I really believe, and I love to give Donnie some credit, and I think the thing that you nailed the best in this entire draft process, I mean this sincerely, is that the Colts put out that they loved Will Levis because they thought they were going to be stuck with Will Levis. I mean that. 
Because, yeah. you know, the Will Levis stuff, DRS, all of a sudden, he ends up becoming the same thing as the Malik Willis, right? Desmond Ritter group of last year, where we were going through the process saying, all right, I, I guess these guys are going first overall. Yeah. But you know me. Look, I've been slandering Will Levis college football today. I mean, as if that was the only reason they put me on CFT at times. And I know you're not a fan either. Quite frankly, one of my favorite moments on in Moneyline history on, on our radio show together yeah. was you breaking down Will Levis's pro day. So it's this weird thing where, for me, would I draft Will Levis in the first round? No, not at all. But all of a sudden, the odds are telling us he's going in front of Anthony Richardson. Well, Anthony Richardson went fourth, and Will Levis didn't even go in the first round. You're right. And also, let's get back to that day as we watched, and then at the days after it. We're watching this going to ourselves. Now, hold on. Typically, you see a pro day with a quarterback that it's all unbelievable stuff. The ball never hit the ground. You say to yourself, come on, man. It's five-yard outs. It's seven-yard slants. And you throw a punt downfield as far as you can, and a guy catches it. Like, wow, he's got really good arm strength. You watch mm -hmm. C.J. Stroud, and you said to yourself, oh, my goodness. The ball pops off his arm. That was amazing. Like, Boy, he's going to be set, and he should be drafted either one or two now at this point. We watched Will Levis, and the joke for me was he just crashed his draft stock here but in the days after will levis took the field for that pro day he kept rising and i'm going kevin something doesn't make sense here you're telling me you watch cj stroud go out there and just throw lightning bolt after lightning bolt on target and then you watch will levis who couldn't hit the broad side of a yeah. barn and you're telling me right now levis is getting the steam i love the fact that what you said too like the indianapolis coach just putting out the smoke screens boy they really love levis and i'm scratching my head going they watched the season he had at Kentucky. They, they watched the pro day he had, and they surmised that he's one of the best options, if not the best option in the draft. It didn't make sense. Kudos to the smoke screens out there who got caught up in mm -hmm. that because it didn't make sense to me, and it looks like it played out the way, Kevin, it was supposed to play out. 100%. Now, to get to the fit for Anthony Richardson in Indianapolis, yeah, Richardson does not feel like a lock to be a week one starter. Right? Carolina's essentially already given Bryce the job, which I like that level of honesty. You would expect C.J. Stroud to be the guy in Houston. The Colts brought in Gardner Minshew. I imagine Gardner, Gardner Minshew yesterday was kicking dirt and furious when he, saw, uh, when he saw Anthony Richardson come off of the board at fourth overall. But as, as bringing Richardson with Stiketon, I don't necessarily think Richardson profiles the same as Jalen Hurts. But in terms of having a creative offense, obviously that's where the excitement level builds. I've always felt the Colts sneaky actually have a pretty lackluster wide receiver room there, but obviously a super special talent. I don't think the Colts are in a rush. I like the fit. I'm not expecting a week one start, though. Uh, it's, it's pretty funny how you laid it out there because I think Gardner Menchu's phone actually rang and go, hey, by the way, it just took Anthony Richardson fourth overall. So what? What's that mean to me? Like, I'm the starting quarterback of this football team. I actually think that's the way he <laughs> progresses into the season, which is kind of wild, but you yeah. like that moxie. But having said that, you know, if you even date back, because I know – you know, Shane Steichen came from Philadelphia. Now he's with Indianapolis. He had nothing to do with the Andy Reid regime and Donovan McNabb, but it feels a little bit similar here. Donovan McNabb was a high riser in 1999 when he came out in the draft. It was one of those things where the Philadelphia Eagles fans were saying, hey, get Ricky Williams number two overall, and then your second round pick at the top of it, you get Donovan McNabb. That didn't happen. He rose all the way up to number two based on his senior bowls and the blessing of the John Grudens of the world, and it worked out for the Eagles. But in that rookie year, Kevin, do you know what they did with Andy Reid? And again, times have changed in the NFL quite a bit. 
bit. But Doug Peterson was actually the starting quarterback, the now head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And they sort of brought McNabb along slowly, gave him packages, gave him plays he was comfortable with, gave him defensive looks that they thought they would get and say, hey, look at that. It's going to play from practice to the field now. And by the end of the season, took over as a starter. I do think that's a pretty good prognosis here if you're looking at Richardson. I can't be mad at the Colts if they just get excited and go, hey, the kid's got to start from game one because he needs the game experience. I understand that because the pressure to win, the pressure to win now, and from your fan base is they want to see Richardson on the field. But I think you're right where if you bring him along slowly, where maybe you're talking about week seven or eight, the same way we talked about Trubisky and Kenny Pickett, I think it can work out that way for them. Yeah, I mean, I think... I cannot Genius. believe that you would. I cannot. Do it, I'm, I'm like going to be honest with you. Love him. Love him. I got to say, I got to say, you, you really are a marvel. The willingness to bring up that is unreal because it was obviously such a massive mistake and you were so wrong Perfect. about that. Perfect. But you always, but you consider yourself right because they did it, even though, again, it was clearly the wrong decision. Tomlin. It is tremendous out of you. Let's talk about some wrong decisions. Yeah, big Mike Tomlin mm -hmm. supporter. Uh, yeah. Bijan Robinson, eight, Jameer Gibbs, 12. Here's what I will concede. I do find this to be tricky at times in that, do I think Bijan Robinson is going to be really good at the NFL? Yes. Yes. Do I, I Bijan Robinson, I know this isn't, you know, exactly what we get into, but I saw yesterday fantasy football analysts yesterday. Bijan Robinson, fifth overall running back heading into next year. Fifth. As a rookie in Atlanta, those are the expectations. Jameer Gibbs in Detroit, I think a super talented player. I think talent alone, yes, they belong inside the top 15, but they're running backs. Do you know who led the league in rushing touchdowns last year? Jamal Williams of the Detroit Lions. This team drafted DeAndre Swift not that long ago. They hate him, and they just paid David Montgomery, and they don't care. But And also, I'm not letting the Falcons off the hook here. I'm grouping them together. This team had Tyler Algier rush for 1,000 as a fifth-round pick in a split backfield with Cordero Patterson, and they thought they needed Bijan at eight. Again, it's this weird thing because it's hard for me to sit here and go, these are horrendous picks when I think both guys are going to be producers at the next level. But I watched Tyler Algier be a producer in Atlanta, and I watched Jamal Williams be a producer in Detroit. I'm, these are two teams that do not have the room to be making luxury picks. These are luxury picks. I cannot endorse these moves. Running backs are luxury picks, you're correct. And they can help a team get over the top, Kevin. Isn't that what we're talking yeah. about? You get Bijan Robinson as the cherry on top of the ice cream and the whipped cream and say, you know what? This is finally complete. I can't wait to let it play out. Nobody's looking at Atlanta going last night. You know what? They got Bijan. Uh, what's their odds to win the Super Bowl? Like, no, we're saying, like, oh, it's going to be a very fun team to watch because Bijan is good. You got a couple young wide receivers, a stud tight end. We'll see how Ritter turns out. But in no way, shape, or form, that was the right pick for the Atlanta Falcons. And then flip it over to Detroit, who we know loves their running backs here. But the simple fact of the matter is Gibbs is an unbelievable talent, but he's a luxury pick. Did you see Detroit's defense last year? Like, I understand, like, the, the, the last process in the room for me was making sure we got a third running back that could actually take the field, as if three running backs, Kevin, play at the same time. You can. Has anybody ever said this? You can never have too many good running backs. No, they never said that. Because you can interchange those guys, and you don't have to spend heavy draft capital. Now, if this was the third round and Gibbs was still there, hey, man, look. 
he's unbelievable talent. Everybody passed him up. We're going to take him here. We're going to live with it. But the simple fact of the matter is when your defense actually stinks, there was a lot of really good defenders on the board, including top flight cornerbacks that you chose to pass over here. That was the stunner for me. Not again, as we're both saying here, Bijan is an unbelievable talent. Gibbs is an unbelievable talent. But the two teams that selected those running backs was like, what are you guys doing? Uh Gibbs, by the way, I think it's going to be a little crowded. I don't think he'll be super high in offensive rookie of the year odds. It'll be very tricky, I think, for them to handle booking Bijan versus a couple of day one starters at the quarterback position. There are a couple of other notes from the draft to get to. And oh, by the way, Lamar got paid. All coming up. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. you're right here on the grid so i want to find the balance here of the other headlines we have not been able to get to and then the lamar jackson news i i would be remiss if i didn't bring up and it is not because of the shirt that i am wearing but if you ask any any neutral party okay by the way if anybody doesn't know corner of your eye donnie just looked up at the monitor to see what shirt i was wearing which is why he's the best yeah, okay exactly <laughs> which is just what i love what is okay? he wearing like a raven's shirt? i have no idea yeah so it, there we could go. be wearing could, could have been wearing yeah. anything you wouldn't i mean i could exactly. have, i could have popped the top Correct. quite frankly yes. it would have been news to you all right i if you ask any neutral observer who had the best draft okay unanimously i think almost philadelphia eagles The Texans picked second and third overall, and people will tell you that the Eagles at 9 and 30 got the two best, okay, first-round picks that any team had in this draft. They get Jalen Carter at 9, who, by the way, was well above minus 200 to be the fifth pick by the Seattle Seahawks. They trade up one spot to stop his fall and secure their guy. And at 30, they take Nolan Smith, Another Georgia Bulldog who had an over-under draft position of 11 and a half because most people thought the Eagles were going to select Nolan Smith at 10th overall. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles 
had the easiest A-plus draft grade in the first round that we have ever seen. They got two guys that are top 10 talents in round number one. And oh, by the way, they had the best defensive line in football last season, Donnie. Yeah, sacks, sacks, and more sacks. That's the MO for the Philadelphia Eagles. Almost out of the Mike Mayock book of how to draft in scouts. And hey, man, stop flying around the country. Just pick one school that's really good and scout that team, which apparently Howie Roseman is doing. Now, we'll see if it works out much better than Mike Mayock did out in Vegas, who ended up getting fired there. But I like the MO. Hey, nobody's going to say to themselves, pop on the Georgia tape and be like, well, it's one of the best defenses I've ever seen. Yeah, but we don't want to draft any of those guys that don't fit anybody's scheme. Tremendous stuff for the Eagles did because usually it's widely panned. Oh, you overreach for this guy. I think the Philadelphia Eagles played it almost identical and perfect. Jalen Carter was supposed to go number five overall to the Seattle Seahawks. He lasts all the way till nine where the Eagles were sitting at 10 going, somebody knows we really want this guy. We got to trade up. And Kevin, it wasn't like, hey man, the phone calls were blazing for the Bears. The Eagles had to flip nine and 10 for a second round draft pick. They got it for a fourth year. I thought they were comfortable all the way through. And as I always say, when you take a look at beat writers across the NFL or fans across the NFL, you know a really good pick is about to happen when three picks before it, you start to say, oh my goodness, you've got to be kidding me. The Eagles are going to land Nolan Smith with the 30th pick here in the draft. You've got to be kidding me. How does that happen? That's when you know they're doing the right things. Again, the, the Philadelphia Eagles were... I mean, it was masterful, I don't know, the opportunistic, however you want to yeah. put it, they came away with a haul. The, the type of well, – I wouldn't be surprised if they budged the Eagles' odds a little bit just based on what they were able to do in this draft. There are some other notes when we can get to it in hour number two. Let's talk Lamar. Let's have it out, Donnie, shall we? Lamar Jackson. Yeah. $260 million contract over five years. The highest paid player in the history of – of the NFL, Lamar Jackson, very obviously, and you just you should just admit it, did not need an agent. He just needed patience. He broke the bank. He broke the bank. He set the record. There is no way with a straight face and an honest heart you can act like he needed an agent. Lamar Jackson, could this have been done sooner? Sure, but then he wouldn't have been the highest paid player in the NFL on April 28th of 2023. Somebody else would have been the highest paid player. All in all, Lamar Jackson here did incredible for himself because nobody has ever been given more money by a team. This was a major win for Lamar Jackson, and there is no other way to put it. Yes, there is. And let's play it out here as officially how it went down. Lamar Jackson's a great football player. Lamar Jackson is an MVP Superstar. caliber quarterback. He does have an MVP on the mantle. When you plug Lamar Jackson and when healthy to the Baltimore Ravens, they're an elite football team. Don't let the people tell you he can't pass, he can't throw. Go check the statistics. He threw for over 30 touchdowns one year. The guy's an MVP caliber player. We all just said he needed weapons, which he does have now. Now let's get back to the contract talks here. Moms was making calls for the past couple years couldn't break through for Lamar Jackson. Also, Florida man. You ever see that? Your joke on Twitter? Oh, Florida man got arrested. Yeah, Florida man was making calls on Lamar Jackson's behalf around the league and leagues. Like, what is going on, Lamar? You have just some random guy who actually is putting together a home gym in people's backyards trying to be your agent. Stop the madness here. 
Also, if you take a look from an agent perspective, he should have had an agent here. Number one, he would have got a deal done sooner, but that's neither here nor there. He got a lot of money. I think the Ravens and Lamar Jackson won because it is a big bag that he got, but he deserves it because he's a top-flight quarterback, and that's what they're going for. But if you're trying to say to me, the agent, if he had one, a legitimate one, like let's just say Drew Rosenhouse, you know what happened, Kevin? Offer sheets would have came in. Drew Rosenhaus would have beat down the door of every other football team that was looking for a quarterback and got offer sheets at the Ravens, which would have drove that price higher and higher and higher. But because moms was calling other people and other teams, like, no, no, we're not negotiating. Or people are going like, I can't get a hold of Lamar Jackson. And what am I negotiating here? And also Lamar Jackson saying, I'm not signing for anything that's not fully guaranteed. Because when you look at the dollars there, 225 guaranteed is what the Sean Watson got last year. Lamar Jackson didn't get near that. And if you say, well, hey, he doesn't have to pay an agent. In the NFL, Kevin, it's only 3% here. It's like buying a house. So let's just say on the money he got, which is about 6 to $7 million, who's to say he couldn't have gotten $225 million guaranteed, even if it wasn't a fully guaranteed contract overall we'll never know the difference for that but lamar jackson just got market rate here for himself we don't know if he could have got higher or if he would have got lower but since there was no movement over the past two years that's what an agent does he greases the skids he opens up more doors and i'm telling you right now if drew rosenhaus was his agent offer sheets would have came in which would have drove that price higher for the ravens it didn't happen but as i say this again he got a lot of money He's the highest played player in football. That's what's supposed to happen for an MVP quarterback. And I think the biggest win was the Ravens fans going, we went from, I don't know if we're going to have Lamar Jackson and we don't want to sign any wide receivers, now to getting Odell Beckham Jr. having a great draft and getting Lamar Jackson. Things are looking on the up and up down in Charm City. No question about that. There's no argument there. And that we will agree with and get into more. But I, I mean, again, the Lamar's not getting any guaranteed money anywhere to, well, if he had an agent, maybe he would have is obviously a joke and should not be taken serious. No, he could have got more. You don't know. Could have got more. Donnie, he got the most anybody's ever got. So no, I don't agree with that. The next quarterback in line is going to get the most anybody ever got. We won't know for sure what it would have been, but I'm telling you right now, if you had an agent, he had multiple offers and bids coming in. There's no question that would have happened. If Drew Rosenhaus was there, you would have had three or four teams submit offers. No, he would have been signed by the Ravens years ago. If, if he would have had an agent, he would have been signed by the Ravens years ago. And, and probably had the field as much money him. as he got already now. No, and all not a chance. What are you yeah. talking about? No, you just said the and game the is cyclical. Can't have it both ways. He, he, he waited this out and got the biggest contract in history. And Ian Rappaport's tweet is very important. Once Jalen Hurts' deal got done, Baltimore stepped up and offered him a deal that trumped it. Because Baltimore was playing games. All Lamar needed to do was let the market be set. Donnie, the deal happened like this then. I do think oh, no. Nicole okay. Lynn, who is the agent for Hertz, by the way, should get a per- should actually get the percentage here from Lamar because essentially all Lamar needed to do was come back and say, make me the highest paid quarterback, and the deal was done. But also, let's take a look at this, right? Let's just say you're shopping around. Forget about the housing market or any market. Let's just talk, you know, cold cuts right here, heading right to the NFL and players. If you go side-by-side, ages and accomplishments so far, Jalen Hurts, what he got with an agent, compared to what Lamar Jackson has done in the NFL, and he gets, what, $1 million per year average? Why can't you look at it like that? An MVP quarterback in his prime, in his mid-20s, barely got above Jalen Hurts here, who basically had one really good season. And I like Jalen Hurts. I'm an Eagles guy. I love the fact he got paid there. But wouldn't you look at that? 
Isn't that the bar? Like, no, no, no. I'm an MVP. Do you don't want to know? Hold I got to get a five million more hey, Donnie, over this guy. Hurts or Lamar? Who would you rather? Like I can't. Yeah, let my I know. And here. that's the point, man. Yeah. Don't come. Don't. Yeah. yeah. Don't start to be like Jalen Hurts didn't do. Jalen Hurts just went to a Super Bowl. The knock on Lamar. Yes. I, I, I'm not. I'm just saying. Look at the back of the player card here and see what these two athletes have done in their career in the NFL. And quite frankly, Hurts probably should have got blown away by Lamar Jackson's guaranteed money, no. and it didn't happen that way. Because he didn't have an uh, agent. I, I, we don't ever know what that's going to be. And again, I, I, I'm prefacing by saying Lamar is worth the money he got paid. He's the highest paid athlete in the NFL, and rightfully so, because that's what the market bears for the really good quarterbacks in their prime. But I'm telling you, if he had a top flight agent, he probably would have got more money. That's what agents do. That's why everybody has an agent. Negotiate for me. You know the ins and outs. You know the right buttons to push here. I can be the mediator in the room. Now, again, we'll never have this argument. It's like LeBron versus Jordan. Who's the best? Well, they're not going to play one-on-one to see who's the best. We'll <laughs> never know. That's just my opinion. If you had a top flight agent, there's no saying he couldn't have got more out of it and I think he would have look all, all in all though I I do re respect it all of a sudden try and be like look I mean everyone knows Lamar is way better than Hurts everybody at this point ranks Hurts in front of Lamar the MVP no, odds I, even yeah. agree Hey, I, I, hear, I'm just, I'm just, I know what you're saying. I'm saying just what has been done so far on the field. Lamar Jackson's done it longer with an MVP, but he's not 34 years old. That's be, all I'm saying here. Yeah, I love also, Jim. He's going to be a great quarterback for the Eagles. But I think Lamar is also a very good quarterback for the Ravens in his own right and has the hardware to prove it. Lamar has the MVP trophy. I mean, if we're really going to play that out, though, people would start to say, well, what about Lamar's injuries now, costing him two consecutive oh, sure. seasons in Everything. a row, not being out there for the team's last game. And then Lamar went out there and, and, and set the market. Shout out to mom, got a big bag for him. Look, here's the deal with the Ravens, though. They're right back now to be expected to be, to expected to be big-time contenders in the AFC. But what caught my attention, you look through their prices, right? Super Bowl odds are always big, 18 to 1. Conference odds, 10 to 1. They're plus 260 in that division. They were favorites. They were favorites to win the AFC North. They bring in Zay Flowers in the draft. The Baltimore Ravens should not be plus 260 behind Cincinnati. When Lamar is healthy on that field, they are way closer to the Cincinnati Bengals than those odds suggest. Yeah, come on. Like, I'm, I'm being, like, granted, like, most people, oh, Lamar Jackson, we'll see if he stays healthy. Take that out of the equation. Let's just play football next year, how we line up. The Baltimore Ravens are going to be in it. And I like the Cincinnati Bengals. I think Joe Burrow is sensational. Love their wide receivers. Love their head coach. That's a tough division because I do think the Browns are going to take a leap. And then you still have the Steelers bringing up the rear plus 650. Let's be honest with ourselves right now. If you said, Don, you got a free bet in that division. It's the Ravens at plus 260 all mm -hmm. day long. Because, again, if you want to play the card, well, Lamar might get injured. So can everybody else in that division, right? But if you yeah. tell me that everything's going to be equal, they're going to win it. The Ravens are going to win that division the way they're set up now. All we ever asked for is get him some weapons. He's got him now. And he's happy. And look – Every time, also, he's healthy, they are in first place. Yes, correct. In yeah. the AFC, not just the AFC North. They're in first place yeah. in the AFC. So, plus 260 there is a ton of value on the Baltimore Ravens. I, I believe now the way it goes is it's a fun conversation. Donnie agrees he never needed an agent. We'll talk a little hockey to close out our number one. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. We're supposed to do hockey. Too bad. I'll figure it out. You okay? I'm telling you, folks. This guy, I love him. I love him, and he knows it. DRS, can you please just just ask the question that you just basically put forward to the people here around Lamar and his contract? Yeah, we'll keep it simple here, right? Lamar signs the contract. Everybody's happy. But you know what's going to happen today, Kevin. It's not even going to be a news dump. Maybe 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock as we start preparing for day two of the NFL draft. We're going to get one of those internet sleuths out here who is an agent slash lawyer that goes, oh, my goodness. Page 39, you know, BC2-129, Code 3, Lamar Jackson has to show up at the facility for at least a minimum of 38 and a half hours per week, or he will Mm -hmm. lose $5 million per year. Now, when you don't have an agent, Kevin, or I guess even when you do have an agent like Kyler Murray, they sneak that in. Are we going to find, Kevin, in the middle of this afternoon, a clause that we are going to laugh at from Lamar Jackson because he didn't have an agent, so he didn't pay attention. He didn't know what he signed. Two things, okay? Genuinely one. If the Ravens didn't get to slip something in, then every agent is on the hot seat. Honestly, right? Like, there has to be some page somewhere in that where they slipped in. Like, by the way, if you don't win MVP, we pay you no money. Yes. That type of deal, okay? You get it in crypto. uh, Correct. Yes. But the premise of Kyler Murray's contract having a a video game clause, essentially, I cannot – The Cardinals traded out of three and then came back up to six and took Paris Johnson, and they keep talking about the fact that Kyler Murray was begging them to draft Paris Johnson, and I just need to know when Kyler Murray took the time to break down the tackle film of this year's class. When did that actually happen, or do they play video games together? I don't know. I mean, that's something we're going to have to find out. But by the way, is Trevor Lawrence still paying the Jacksonville Jaguars back like he has no money because he got paid in crypto and it crashed? That was one of my favorite stories in history coming out here. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence is secretly broke based on yeah. his crypto Sharing contract. Sharing an apartment. Too. I'm gonna... Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.